Hey guys, we are so excited to have you back with us with the Worst Church Podcast Mega Episode Summer. Great episode of the century. Mega Ultra. Did she just say podcast? I think think podcast. We're going to prod you to listen to this podcast. (laughs) It's a new version of podcast we're trying out. It's called the podcast. I am a little rusty. I got to knock the dirt off my shoulders. I think she was trying to say say broadcast. Broadcast. And it came out podcast. Well, we lost one. If you can't see, Tony just got up and left. He said, I'm out. He's back. He's back. He's taking notes. I don't got no time for this. What's he? What's he doing? <laughs> wow! I'm not okay. saying it. You guys can't know. So a lot of things happen in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're excited. It's summer. It it's is summertime. summertime man. We just got back from church camp. That we was did. awesome. We just got done with summer camp. Shout oh, out to Fieldsy over there. He did a good job. Hey, we had our first official. Hold on, hold on. Do you think people, as you're getting ready to say that, do you think people are excited? <laughs> we're we're back. Didn't that you say, is a Mountain Dew, folks. Fields, didn't you say yesterday you thought that? Um, uh, we would be done forever, and people feel the same. Yes, no. Everyone I talk to is like everyone knows what taking a break yeah, means. They say, take a break, you're done. Yes. That means we Surprise, broke up. We're back. Yes. If you tell someone you take a break, you break up. Like normally, a girlfriend. Yeah, a girlfriend. Yeah, no, 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 no all right. We're holding so, you down for the uh, summer. Once again, for if someone new is listening, I'm here with my three favorite dudes. I've already introduced Fieldsy, the summer camp king. My dudes. Summer I, camp king. Yeah. I got my good friend here and the uh, belated birthday boy, Trent Carpenter. <laughs> you did. You just had a birthday, didn't you? Yep. Yep. Do you feel he older? Looks, he looks good for I finally 57. Hit the, I finally hit the age of Jesus, 33. <laughs> I like it. Turned 33 June 5th. Amen. Wow. Praise wow. him. Praise him. <laughs> he is good. He is good. I'm blessed. Another 33 day. blessed years. Trent's like Tom Cruise. Just gets better with the age. Okay. I know. Right, baby. I probably do. No, you, you say do. We're You're like a fine wine. <laughs> yeah. like a fine wine. Yeah. I look no different than when I was 21. Mm. And then the Beastmaster himself, Tony Barker. Hey. Yeah. All wow. right. So we are going to open up today with the most important commandment. The hey, great Alicia, commandment. Alicia, can I ask you a serious question? I'd love you to ask me a question. What is the most important commandment? Because there's a lot. But I, no, no, I, no. I, I'm setting you up here. Bump set spike here. What's the greatest commandment? To love God and no. love others. Maybe we should read it. I was Hold waiting on. for it. Hey, hey, Fields. I'm glad you asked. Let me read. Well, okay. Well, let, <laughs> hey, Fields. Can I I'm, ask a trivia question before you start? Yes. Real, on the count of three, you got to answer. Everybody yes. know the current name of our series? Go. Of, uh, the Art of uh, Next Door. Uh, uh, no, it's The Art that, of Neighboring. Next Door. Next Door. Next Door. Next Door, colon, The Art of right. Neighbors. So that's why we're doing what we do right you now. You kind of uh, Okay, so I have a trivia you question for you. What is the Cross Kids current series that we're doing? Out in the Wild. Good job, Trent Carpenter. He did it. He got it. Wild kids. I know what happens around here. What was that jingle I made for it yesterday? I can't remember it. Wow, kids. I can't even remember it now. In the jungle, How bored do you think I'm listeners not. already are? One minute in, they're like, I'm bored, nope. I'm here. Yes. Summer's worse <laughs> wow. than their normal episodes. Wow. Okay, so do you want me to start reading? Yeah, 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 I guess. Let's at least get that out, and then we'll, we'll quit. At sure. Camp, Verse they and quit. It the Bibble. The Bibble. The, the Bibble. Bibble. All right, so. <laughs> 
One day, an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, what does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him, does this and do this and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Mm, that's so guys, good. who who are our neighbors? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Any comments from the class? Any comments? Raise your hand, please. I'm waiting to hear. Nobody's I guys, I got all day. You got nothing? I'll be here all day. <laughs> No, I like uh, I, I like that this guy he comes with this question because you know these leaders they follow so many rules and then he thinks he's really just gonna get Jesus here. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's the greatest commandment? What's the greatest commandment?" And once again, Jesus just he pulls out the Uno reverse card and he's like, "Well, how you read it? What do you got, man?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, love, love God, love God with everything you have." Jesus is like, "Boom, right?" He's like, Psh, "That was easy." And then he thinks he's really going to get Jesus with that, that who's my neighbor line. Yeah. And who is my neighbor? Maybe he's really what is genuine about, maybe I, he really is genuine. Maybe he really doesn't know. I think as he gets to the good Samaritan or that's what they call it. It's actually, really shouldn't be named that. But either way, I think before it gets there, the thing that hits me is this guy's wanting rules. So think of this. Yes. And I do think that's what all of us want. It's like, Jesus, tell me the things I got to do because at the end of the day, I don't really want a relationship even with God. I just want rules to get what I want or yeah. to feel good about myself. What and I think I, this story coming up, Jesus, what like, do I, what know, can I, what can I, and what can I do and what can I right. not have to do in order to still get heaven? Right. Yes. Cause look at his question and right. he's like, well then who would be like, justify my neighbor. Tell me the least I've got to do. Well, that's think, the, the reason for the question. He wanted to justify his actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So basically if he wants to justify his actions, that tells me that this guy might be, might be a butthole. Yeah. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's saying, oh, yeah, I love God. Okay. Love your neighbor. Same. Okay. Who's my neighbor then? Like, he's, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he's yeah. trying to justify but the fact I, that. But I think the thing that's of powerful. Of who he's mistreating. Is, you know what I mean? Why do we want rules to, like, for religion? Why do we want it? Because we want, with rules, I can always find a loophole right. to do what I need to do. And rules, and, I can also tell you what not to do and what, what to, to, do. to do. But I can. Love. Doesn't have loopholes. No. no. So if you just say, hey, here's the four steps. Your wife will always be happy. It's like, okay, I'll do that. But like, no, no, just love them. Build a relationship. Well, that's kind of vague. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it takes it takes me actually thinking through and not just getting it's, in a routine. It's minimal right. effort because loving yes. people is hard. It's so not easy. So we're going through. Yeah, that's that's perfect point. So we're going through our series right now. And um, I spoke a few weeks back um, when we kicked it off. And that's literally the first point is like. Here it is, laid out, simple as can be. Love God, love your neighbor. And I mean, we've been harping on that, I mean, for a year, I'd say. What are we supposed to be doing? What are we supposed to do as a church? What are we supposed to do here at C3? Love God, love your neighbor. That's it. It's simple. It really, really is. It's simple. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, like you said, it's incredibly hard. It's tough. And like Tony said in his last sermon, you know, you have yeah. to be intentional. Like you have to put sure. the effort into it. You have to go out and look for it yeah. every day yeah. and, put, and take those opportunities. 
Yep. But what I like about it is if someone's like, I don't know where to start. I'm a new Christian. I've been Christian for years. What can I do? Here it is. Yeah. Love God, love others. It's a great yeah. place to start. So, so then what, what does it mean to love God? What does that really mean? It was, it was so funny, and you've, you've brought up camp multiple times just because that's what fr- fresh in our heads right now. But, like, one thing that I kept harping on um, when, when we were in the, uh, the, the high school boys, we were with the high school boys, and um, they, most of them, great kids, awesome. They were, they were the best. They really were. But they were really good also at, like, you would ask a question, and they would have, so you, just, I, just like this dude, like, what's... What's the greatest thing you guys could do? Oh, just love God. Love mm-hmm. God. And I'd be like, absolutely, 100%. What does that mean? What does it mean for you to love God? What does it look like in your life to love God? So I'll, I'll ask the same question to you guys and to myself right now and to anybody listening. What does it mean to love God? What does that mean? I, does that mean you just walk around going, I love God? I don't want to go down this God. rabbit trail. Right. And I'm going to. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And no one's going to like it. He's hitting it. I mean, I, if, if a church person listens, they'll probably turn it off. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Hey, you church folks. He says, Pharisee. what does the law of Moses say? Well, you get into the New Testament, and Paul says, we're not under the law of Moses. Right. So even that, I'm wondering if this still isn't a trap for someone who's super religious, trying to say, give me the things I can do so I can just get to heaven. Yeah. And Jesus is like, okay, do this. Like, it's still almost an impossible thing to keep. Right. I think you get it in John. What's he say? He said, here's the new command I give you. And it is, as I've loved you, yeah. love others. Yeah. So to those kids, I would say, I would be careful in saying, oh, I got to love God. I got to love him more. Yeah. But that still is focused on me. Right. But if I stop and say, how about I realize how much Jesus loves me through all my crap. Right. And now because of that, I get to love others with that same so I, I think there's a difference. One is still very religion-based. Love God. Okay. Read your Bible. Good to Right. Do exactly. Do, do, do. My yeah. point. And Jesus says, no, no, no. Exactly. As I've loved you, yeah. first you got to get that. Then right. go love your wife, your kids, so your you're, neighbors. Yeah. So you're saying you're saying that... I think this is a trap. Yeah. Okay. I think we're saying it like, oh, it's the best advice. I think he was that like, is, Jesus was like, oh, I'll show but you. My, well, he says, so what you're... But I guess where I'm coming from and what you're saying is that, okay... So love God, love others. In order for us to love God, because I mean, the ultimate goal, it, 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 and, and I mean, there may be some debate about this, but I, I think it is that the, the point of all this, the point of this world, the point of it being created, the point of all of it is to, is to reflect the glory of God. All of it. Actions, even us. Even us. speak louder than words. Yes. And mm-hmm. so... Everything that we do is pointed towards God. So loving God, of course, does that. How do we love God? Well, the second commandment is just like that. It's loving others. Well, how do we love others? Well, the only way we can truly love others is to understand grace, mm-hmm. mercy, mm-hmm. justice. That's the only the, the only way we're able to love others. Because if we don't have those things in our life, what are we going to do? We're going to love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. push for ourselves. We're going to push for our own. We're going to push for our own kind. We're going to push for our own family. We're gonna, whatever you want to group, whatever you want to put into that, we become, because we are naturally, because of our broken state, we're selfish. And we, how, how right. you love others, I feel like that reflects how you love God. You well, know, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's, just, it's the it, exact it's, same it's thing. The he same said thing. it's the exact same thing. He mm-hmm. said it's just like it. It's almost like a reverse thing. Like you know, love God first, but how you love people, you know, that reflects your, exactly. that shows your love for God. And then, and this guy was in full agreement with Jesus mm-hmm. here, right? They're like, he's mm-hmm. like, yep, 
Love my neighbor. Yep, that's what I'm supposed to do. Who's my neighbor? Really thinking he's going to get Jesus here. So what does what does Jesus, Alicia, you were still reading. So what is it that Jesus ends up doing after the disciple or the, 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 the follower here asks that question? What ends up happening after that? Is that? He tells the story of the Good Samaritan. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want me to go on with that? Am, I'm, I, I'm, am I still reading this? I'm trying to bump trying, set spike this chick. She's like, there's a question. Was it the good... What? what? Was, was it? it the good Indeed it was. Indeed. Are you going to read this? No, you are. Okay, guys. This is behind the scenes stuff. I guess I'm going to read now. Am I going to read now? <laughs> what do you think, fearless leader? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think you're... Uh, I, I want you to tell it with some gusto. Ooh, yeah. with gusto. Yeah. Gusto. Yeah. Do All that. right. Here we go. Are you guys ready? All right. This A lot of people have heard this story, but remember what we just read. This goes right off of that. A lot of times we just skip to this. But look, that, remember what he just said. This is all set up by this guy asking Jesus, who is my neighbor? Mm-hmm. All right. So Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along. But when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by the other side. Then, look how Jesus like makes this emphasis, a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then, he put the man on his own donkey and handed, or excuse me, and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now, which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, the one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, yes, now go do the same. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus bringing the heat right here. Here's something I think, uh, that's the reason earlier I know you guys were rolling your eyes with the trendism, but I said it shouldn't be called the Good Samaritan. We just hear that all the yeah. time. Good Samaritan Hospital. But that's not, the, that's, I don't think that's worded well in the Bible because it doesn't say he's good. He's despised. And I think that makes the story lose a little bit of its like luster because it's like, yeah. oh yeah, well the Samaritan was a good guy. In that culture, when he said Samaritan, uh-huh. which they considered dogs because they were half Jew, half Gentile, right. could them. never go to the temple. Hated them. They can't be right with God. They're the worst. So it's literally, I mean, you take for us <laughs> strong, hardcore Republicans, like then that Biden, or say you're on the Democrat, like Byron. then Trump. I mean, that's the power. Then Al Qaeda. You know, yeah. I mean, really, it's it's someone that we'd all go, ooh. Yeah. And he's like, no. You'd cringe a second you heard hero. And so much so. And a I think despised this is part. Samaritan. He I says, love how he says it. Which of the three? This guy hates the Samaritan so yes. much. He says he the even... one. He wouldn't say the name. No, no. So it would almost be like. It's like for, Voldemort. You can't say it. I know I know someone we were on vacation last week. Very strong politically. Fans. And I thought, if I, if I said like yeah the name of this political person they they wouldn't say it no like no and that's this guy it's like it's like that one yeah you want i want to say his name because i despise him so much right right and i think that's pretty powerful for us that like all these rules yeah and i I go back to that i think for me it's like i want a to-do list 
Why? So I can make God about me mm-hmm. and really make religion about me and feeling good about myself. Like, no, I'm right with God because I'm doing these things. Yeah. And Jesus is like, it's actually those who love. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like there isn't rules to this. I right. think for all of us, like, how do you have a good marriage? Well, here's three steps. That doesn't work. Right. I've heard that from people all the time. Like, you got to have a date night every week. I know couples have been married 100, like, 60 years. They've never had a date night once. They hate they, each yeah. other, but you know? they're still married. No, no I'm mean, kidding. Like, I'm like, kidding. I think it's all like, oh, these are the rules. It's yeah. like, how about this? If you focus on loving yeah. someone the way Christ loved you, you're on to it. Right. Yeah. And Matt McClellan, who's going to be speaking in a few weeks, said this the other day. It's pretty powerful. He said, if you look at every miracle, uh-huh. I challenge the listeners to go back and try to think of this. He said, every miracle Jesus did, we think all oh, was healing. Ultimately, the purpose was to bring that person back in community. Yeah. Every miracle. Yeah. Right. So anytime he did something, he saw someone as an outsider yeah. and he hated it. And he was like, no, I won't let that stand. So to bring you back in, like, sure. this is, this is why I'm going. And you think of that concept of Jesus for us. Right. It's like, I want to build fences and we don't want you part of this. You. Yeah. Jesus is like, I hate when you try to keep anybody. Out right. of anything. So that's so, pretty powerful. Of, absolutely. Like my own life, am I constantly saying, I want you part of this? I'm bring, yeah, but they smell bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they, they're saying things I don't want my kids to hear. Yeah. Okay. She's like, don't ever create barriers. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that's when he gets ticked. Sure. At people. And I think this goes back, that guy wanted a bear. Like, okay, so I love my other Jews. How about I tell you a story about Samaritan? Like the whole group literally gasped when he said that. My like, Jews. Oh, they're the worst. And I love, he could have just, in my opinion, he could have just started with the Samaritan and then been done. Like, mm-hmm. but no, he brought up two other guys, a priest and then a, a, a helper. Him, no, yeah, absolutely. He's an expert of the law, so That's he's exactly like, what he's doing. And yeah. Jesus just someone like puts you salt in the wound. By him and this and is someone it literally just like you didn't do anything. And this is the once again the upside down of Jesus. He took all the good, the people who were supposed to be good. Yes. And, and, and showed how bad they were. And he took the supposed bad people and showed how good they were. That's could. exactly and I, right. That's, that's what I love about these kind of stories. Is yeah. It? And, and I told a lot of my going back to camp. I told a lot of my girls at camp that was the main thing is there's nothing that you can do mm-hmm. that's bad enough for Jesus not to love you. There's nothing that you can do to that to 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 gain his love. He just yeah. loves you. Yeah. And you know, and that that's what this story shows. So so going off of this story and the question, who is my neighbor? All right. Now we have it all, I mean, hopefully we all do. Like we explained it. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to you guys, everybody on yeah. the same page mm-hmm. here. So let me ask you, and I won't, no, no current neighbors now, just because, I mean, God forbid any of my neighbors listen to this podcast, but did you guys have any, like, best neighbors growing up, worst neighbors growing up? Like, I know you, I know the two here, uh, the two catty-cornered here are the country folk, yeah. um, but I mean, I grew up, I grew up in the village of CG, baby. I mean, mm-hmm. I had a lot of neighbors so, did you guys have any like neighbors? Just anything stupid you remember, or something that popped out to you when you were a kid with the neighbors? I remember I had uh, one of my neighbors. Her name was Rose. Rosemary. We we were laughing because things really. This makes me sound old, but like things really aren't like they used to be. I mean, I remember neighbors was like almost, almost like family, like. But I literally called, like, the two houses that were on the left and right of me, I mean, they were our aunts and uncles. I mean, we literally called them that growing up. Like, that was Aunt Rosemary, all right? And she took care of kids. She ran a nursery through her house, right? But here's all I remember about Aunt Rosemary. 
Aunt Rosemary was always on that par- porch smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. At least she wasn't and smoking I in the like, house with the babies. I got a little older and I thought, Aunt Rosemary's never in that house with those kids. All she's ever doing <laughs> is sitting out here smoking. I swear she would smoke those open door kids. Y'all right? All right, everybody's good. Gosh, oh, Aunt I Rosemary. I, I miss her. her. I loved her too. That's I really awesome. did. She was so cool. Maya, go ahead. I I did grow up in the country most of my life, but until third grade, I lived in a subdivision in Catlicksburg. So like true, you had a bunch of neighbors. Yeah, a bunch of neighbors, yeah. And um, we were really close with my neighbors. And the weirdest thing I can remember happening is I got chicken pox in like the second grade. Uh Uh-huh. And my mom calls all the neighbors and it's like, Alicia has chicken pox. Not to warn them, but to invite them over so chicken they could party. also yes, expose chicken pox, which I think is so I remember weird that. because nowadays. Kids used to always do that. If our kids are sick, oh no, you can't you can't come in because they're sick. Seriously, they did used to do that, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, and it like, was just oh, like, little Billy's, little Billy's got chicken pox. Come on over and hang out with them. Because you said, you were telling me the story the other day. You were like, because your mom was like, no, don't be around anybody. And then all of a sudden, it's like we're having a party with all these kids. And they're like, encourage you to hug them and stuff like that. You can't be around. But now all of a sudden, I'm sick and I have like, you know, boils all over my skin. (laughs) Did you have them bad? Did you have them bad? I had it really bad. My brother didn't. I mean, all the kids, they didn't get it as bad as me, but they all, we all had chicken pox together. Is that, is that just like, um, isn't that just like uh, uh, tonsillitis? Like the older you get, the worse it is? It is. Isn't if that you true? Get, it, if you get very, very sick if you catch it when you're older. I really like, don't want to go down the rabbit trail, but yeah. I remember. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, I know. Uh, how about a little medical Last thing I'll note. say to that, though. Last medical thing I'll say note. to that, though, is I remember Jimmy. Jimmy was in like, he was like. 15, 16, and he and got, got him. chicken pox. Ooh, he was yeah. in bad shape. I've heard it's bad. Ooh, and he was like, in bad like shape. Like pregnant women, it's very dangerous to yeah, pregnant women. Yeah, they say this, it mm-hmm. is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you were having a party, yeah, so the neighbors just invited everyone yeah. over for a chicken and, pox And all party. the adults had already had it, so they're just over having a cookout, and like, all the kids are running around. Chicken, like, pox, chicken pox party. I'm going to give you with three, the neighbors. I love it. three Arabian neighbors, super fast. Ooh, out, one, out old little Arabia. One lived like... I don't know, 200 feet from me. His name, Jeremiah Triplett. We're yeah. one month apart. Yeah. Best friend. His dad always said we shared the same brain. Literally, we're together all the time. Yeah. True be- best friends. Moved to Montana in like seventh grade. Mm-hmm. It's one of those sad video songs. Like, oh. gone forever. Um, we had another neighbor so that lived partner. across the street from us who That's always sad. stole everything. Okay. He stole everything. Okay. He was my favorite, actually. Like you really had to keep your eye. Like yeah. if you're going on vacation, you're like, ah, we know that lumber's going to be lock the doors. You got to tell back. your good neighbors to watch yeah, the bad neighbors, yeah. right? But my favorite was Blanche. So she was like an 80 year old lady. And there's a couple things. One, we would like our parents would always make us go over there check on her and everything. And she's a sweet lady, but she'd start telling stories. And she would say all the time, she's like, I pray for, and this, you know, we didn't really go to church, didn't know what it meant. Yeah. But she would always say, I pray for you boys that you're not in prison every day. Well, so she prison? always said that. Because she the time. knew that's probably what like your future was. It is. But my favorite part about Blanche was she had this huge heel, and my dad would always say, We had the mower grass, yeah. you know, help her out, mower grass. And the heel, we just weed eat it. It was yeah. like an acre heel. It was awful. So you're little kids, it's heavy. Yeah. But I always remember, like, the first time we did it, we're like, we can't even ask for money because, you know, dad told us to just do it for her. <laughs> so we're walking out as we're leaving. She like kind of gets outside. She's like, wait, wait, you guys have been working all day. I got to pay you. And we're like, no, dad said, you know, we'll do it every week, whatever. Oh, forgot my check. And she said, no, 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 I want to pay. So she goes in. So we're change. all like, and we live by a convenience store, like uh-huh. about a couple hundred feet away. So we're yeah. like, man, we're going to get some money. We're going to get Slim Jims, oh. Gatorade. She comes out. I promise you, no lie. She comes out and she's like, 
pulls out her hand shaking. She gave us each like a quarter. Oh my she, goodness! I guess in her times, like I guarantee, that's a day's wages. That gets you. We were just like, oh. I mean, it was so. It was like the most exciting. And then you're just like, thank you so much. And she's hey. like, oh, I don't want to spend it all in one place. Back in her yeah, day, that gets you a bottle of coke and a, a bubble gum, yeah. and maybe yeah. a baseball to boot. Yeah, it didn't. It was a bad day, and we did it every oh, week. I got my checkbook. Got to pay in change. Aaron, you're at the baseball field. Can you still get five pieces of double bubble for a quarter? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, at our fields, you can. Six hours of work, five pieces of double bubble. That there is good. crazy. Really quickly, yeah. my favorite neighbor, my favorite neighbor lives right across the street from us. We don't have many neighbors. Most of them's our family because it's kind of like a compound. But straight across the road from us, he was a Budweiser truck driver, delivered okay. beer for a living. Okay. And he'd always give me the coolest Budweiser signs. And ones <laughs> I still have, like, you plug it in, it's like a little Budweiser car. It's like, Dude, he gave you neon signs? Yeah. Oh, Just I gave them to you? That's awesome. You still like, have it? Yes. My room was full of so Budweiser like the one, signs as a kid. It's, it's like awesome. the one from the office. <laughs> Remember that one he had in the office? Yes. He wanted to hang up all the time? That's awesome. It was awesome. It was always like Christmas. Like, here's Would the that, that attract flies? Uh, his wife is. He passed away several years ago, but it's it really cool. It's fun. Would that attract flies? No, it's, it's, it's wow, cool. it's that's little. really cool. Actually, yeah. that you would get these big old neon. Like Look like cars. Vegas like, in his bedroom. <laughs> All right, so really? as we as we close out, action step. Yeah. What do we do? Thought, action, something. What you guys got? I'm gonna give you time to think for a second. But what what's the challenge for us as a group? The first thing I would say, even for me personally. So if there's anybody else out there like that. One thing that this, when we read the book, because we read the book with a bunch of guys, and we even read it kind of before that, um, but the biggest thing for me is start to notice people that you live around. Like, And when I mean that, I mean notice, one, say hi to them every time you see them. Don't mm-hmm. just ignore them. Get to know their names. Get to know their stories. Because normally what you end up finding is those people that you have this surface level idea about, once you actually start learning their situation and what they're about, you start to find out who they are as a human being and as a child of God and, and, and as an as a, as a image bearer of God. And so I guess my challenge to everyone out there is find out the names of the people you live around, and when you see them, call them out, call them out by their name. If I see Trent, if he's my neighbor, I want to say, hey, Trent, how are you doing? That will open a door that... Um, you'd be pretty, you'd be pretty amazed what that can lead to just saying hi and saying their name every time you go past them, honking your horn when you're driving past them, any of that, it starts to open up doors. So that, to me, that would be a great first action step. Oh, uh, well, thanks for yeah. using the verse. Well, yeah. because it does say the first Whoa. two, it literally says that they looked at him. Yeah. But it says, then the despised Samaritan came along when he saw the man. Yep. Like there's a difference between looking at people and yes, seeing people. Yes, absolutely. Had compassion. So I think your words That's are right. good there. Absolutely. Like, so really I think, I think let's that quit looking at neighbors and actually see our neighbors. But once again, it's simple, but it's hard. Even if it's someone you don't like, just wave at them, say hi. If you got time, talk to them. If you do, hey, maybe you're convinced. Maybe you don't have time. Maybe God's pushing on you. You know what? I have to make time. Make time. That's what I'm going to say. Make time to get to know the people that live right around your house. 
That's step one, my opinion. That's and that's great. And I'm going to play off that, Aaron. Okay. Like once you get to know those people right around your house, if and I mean, with me, I can get like overwhelmed thinking like I have to love everybody the same. But if you and you and you do, but you can invest if you find one person that you can invest in a lot in your time, your energy where Jesus says, go and do the same. Like if you find that one person that really needs you, invest in them, love them, spend time with them, get messy. Like it gets messy and it's hard sometimes. But if, if, if everybody invested in just one person, imagine how much better the world would be. Yeah. We've said it before. You can't change everyone's world, just, but you can change someone's world. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the challenge. Yep. Yeah. And the last thing I would say as we close, that as a reminder for that, I think if someone's listening, say they didn't go to church, here's what would be the pushback. It's like, oh, good job, guys. So we make our neighbors our projects because I think that's a church. But I think this whole purpose is it wasn't a project to this guy. It was a relationship of just seeing someone mm-hmm. as someone I, I'm called to love. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a huge difference when I start seeing people as projects or something to accomplish. And then as opposed to, it's just a relationship where yep. we're on equal terms. Yep. I'm just not coming at you them. to fix you. Right. I need you just as much yeah. as you need me. That is no matter where you're at percent, hundred percent. Uh, well, anyways, that's uh, about 30 some minutes. Oh, we did it. Longest podcast ever. Whoa. What? And, uh, and a big shout out to anyone who has made it this far. And, <laughs> so we have a little like code put in this code if you're listening this far yes, you get like you get a gift card what's the code word here I got whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. see how excited we got guys no, okay. on Facebook on the worst church podcast yes. ever go there and just type in the word Mountain Dew I was gonna say <laughs> Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew? is that what we're typing summer loving since yeah. we're talking about loving your neighbor this okay, we got to, okay that's it Sun, just type in summer loving okay. and we're gonna know I, I feel like that'll be creepy but okay okay back we all remember what that meant right as we as we down in the as we check off final one Mountain Dew <laughs> and if you put, if you write, if you type people that, people are so confused. No, listen, yes, right no, now. they will no, be. Listen, I love it. Summer loving Mountain Dew. It's easy, easy, easy. If you type in Mountain Dew, yes, we are going to get you the drink of your choice. Whoa! This is just the code that says you listen for almost forty you minutes made it all the way to the end. Yes. So when you post that on Facebook, you deserve a drink. Drink of your choice. You deserve any a refreshment drink. after that. I'm saying so, even in church world, any drink. Oh, I so can't wait for that person to sit, skips all the way through so they drink. can say they listen and they go, yeah. Mountain Dew. Yes. Mountain Dew. Mountain Even if you I like skip. It. All right, guys. Love have your a, neighbor, guys. Come on. Have a great week. We'll probably see you in a week or two, right? Yeah. We're going to come on another big, fat episode? <laughs> big, <laughs> big, fat episode. Big, two. fat Coming episode. Coming soon. You like big right. and chunky. Have a great week. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Worst Church Podcast Ever. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever else you listen. And leave us a comment. We'd love to hear what you think. We'll see you next time.